this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You ain't my man and you ain't my artist either. You are watching and listening to the Growing Up Hip Hop New York After Show. I'm Maria Menunos and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, the buzz. Oh, okay. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Hello, everybody. Welcome. You are watching and listening to the Growing Up Hip Hop After Show for New York season. Yes, this is season number one, episode eight, Free JoJo. Before we get into tonight's episode, I mean, we're going to talk about everything tonight, about how JoJo faces troubles with the cops, Ryan crosses Medina, and Siani tries to rewind her set. Plus, we got our fan shout-outs, our news and gossip, and so much more. But before we get into it, let's introduce us, the panel. I am Howard the Third here. Sitting next to me is Byron K. Oh, what up? Byron K in the house. I just want to say welcome back, Howard. It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm just so happy to be back. You know, I was out living my life. Best life. <laughs> Best life ever. <laughs> and on the end is Missy, Miss Growing Up Hip Hop herself. Ooh. Yes. Hey, mm-hmm. guys. What's up? And I just want to say, Howard, yes, you're back. <laughs> back. Hi. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm so ready to talk about Growing Up Hip Hop. I've missed this show so much. Oh, okay. So let's get into it here. So, ooh. Sorry. <laughs> Lost my pen. Uh, <laughs> thanks, JLo. So let's talk about it here. Um, let's get into our overall thoughts about tonight's episode. I think that the show is getting better as time goes on. So I'm mad that they waited eight episodes, mm-hmm. well, technically seven, for it to start getting lit. Mm-hmm. But now that we're here, here we are. Mm-hmm. True. Missy? I feel like... I agree with what you said, but also Ryan's a whole mess. <laughs> Yo, like the whole time when I was watching it, I was like, I can't look. He's so embarrassing. Oh, I just cannot. Oh my lord. He's just oh my he's just crazy. He made oh, you cringe? He made me cringe. Like that whole episode. I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> he we just gonna get into it, but I'm just saying. I was like, yo, what is going on? So you wouldn't let him be your man yet? He- no. <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> Hell no. 
No. No. I mean, it was a whole mess. I don't understand why Ryan was turning up. I'm like, sir, I get it, you're sick, but who did you talk to? Like, who did you communicate with that, that you were sick? Like, yourself? Why are you turning <laughs> up on Medina? She didn't know. Like, come on. Like, you need to say, like, I'm sick. Or at least show the A&R guy some respect, but... You know, we're we we going to get into it. it. Yes. We're definitely going to talk mm-hmm. about it. So, before we get into that, let's talk about JoJo. And now he's facing trouble with the cops. At least, that's what we thought. So, JoJo, when we, we pick up with him, him and the cops getting arrested. But he really just got handcuffed and searched. It turns out that um, the artist he had was driving around with a spe- uh, suspended license. And then, um, so they wanted to take him in for that. So, they had to sh- search everybody in the car. And... It was pretty much just the Mets. Uh, like, the reason they originally got pulled over is because they didn't signal. Mm. So, I, I just, do we feel like the cops were really just looking for something? In that situation, that's how they get you. They'll they'll say something like you didn't signal or mm-hmm. your rear tail light, uh, tail light is out to give you to give them a reason to pull you over. Yeah. Because before they pull you over, they're already searching your whole background and everything. So all they need now is a reason right. to pull you over. And they saw three suspicious dudes in the car. One or two of them was wearing headbands, and they could have looked like they were up to no good. So, you know, police bite on that real quick. It's unfortunate, but that's how it is. Answer to your question, absolutely. And like what you were saying, they definitely were racial profiling that whole situation. And that's probably how they they ran his plates and was like, oh, suspended license. Oh, Mm -hmm. like, let's let's see what trouble or what we can come up with this. So that's pretty much what that was. Mm -hmm. And there's a few things that happened at the same time. So JoJo's getting arrested Mm -hmm. as that's happening. Everybody's seeing it from the restaurant. So Medina's tripping. And then JJ's (laughs) over there with PTSD. Like, man, that looks real familiar to me. So it's just a whole mess. (laughs) A whole mess. I was like, Medina, you're so extra. Like, how did she fall out of her seat? That's what I understand. Like, it was just, you could have just quickly looked. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Looks like everybody else did, but Medina. Then she said that oh, she. Oh! <laughs> did she say she busted her ass and she hurt her leg or something like that at the yeah, same time? She fell out her seat. She pulled a Charlie. She hurt her leg. That's crazy. Oh, I Shade. I know. <laughs> Poor Charlie. Love you, girl. But I was like, oh my gosh. But I'm glad JoJo was okay. He was able to come into the restaurant, you know, talk about the situation. We also see that JoJo still hangs out with Pep's son from Growing Up Hip Hop LA, which I was very confused about because I didn't really think they had an actual friendship. But turns out they hang out in real life. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) and we also saw a lot of people were coming to JoJo for kind of like advice in this episode. I mean, Medina, Ryan, because they were still talking about the showcase from last week. And JoJo to me, I mean, I like how he says he doesn't really do the he said, she said. So he's kind of just got to put everybody together and have them talk, which is great. He learned his lesson. Because he used to be in the middle that he said, she said stuff in the L.A. season. True. So he learned from all those seasons, like, okay, I really need to just chill out and let y'all handle it. That's very true. But I felt like it was more with his sisters, though. Yeah, well, still. Angela, yeah. That's perfect training grounds for him to learn. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Let's see what he did learn. I mean, we'll have to wait to see if he learned really anything in that whole situation. But he does seem mature, though. And that's one common theme I realized about Jojo is he is the guy who actually everybody goes to for advice. And just because Mm -hmm. he's level headed out of everybody on the cast, I think he's probably the most level headed. And that's kind of how it is. Every cast he's on, he's just a level-headed guy. He's just cool about his life, about his family, about his passions, and that's about it. Yeah, he's chill, and he lets you, like, kind of vent, and then he'll just say, like, oh, this is what you, like, in my... Like, I think he probably would go with as, like, he'll ask the person, like, do you want advice? Because I'll give it to you. Mm Because sometimes people don't want advice. They just want to vent. And I can see JoJo just being, like, more of, like, yeah, I'll hear you. Like, you just need a sounding board. So he's more, like, what you said, level-headed, but also just, like... Chill. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, one thing we don't want to chill is um, the love that you have for us here at AfterBuzz. Keep that on high, hot, baby. Um, but we have Missy here to tell them, we'll tell you guys out there why we love you guys so much. We just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we need your help. So please subscribe on YouTube, give us a rating on iTunes, and leave us a comment also, make sure to jump in the live chat, and we will give you a fan shout-out. Yes. Just oh, like that. Love that. Yes, if you guys are watching us live, please leave some comments down there below. What do you guys think about JoJo? Is he level-headed? Is he a great person to speak to, vent to? Let us know in that live chat. Let us know if you would want a JoJo in your life. <laughs> I feel like everybody feels a JoJo. See, oh, I'm tired of y'all. Everybody needs a JoJo. Real talk. If JoJo was your friend, you would be happy. Um, yeah. Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. okay. <laughs> now, I've seen some of your friends, Howard. Oh, what are you trying to say? You're his friend. What Ooh, you talking about? That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Missy. So you're seeing yourself, Byron. I sure do every time I look in the mirror and I love what I see. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. I can't with y'all. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jamo. Okay. All right. So, one person who <laughs> we so do we want Ryan to be our friend? I mean, because after tonight's episode, Ryan really crossed Medina. I mean, it was a whole mess. So, <laughs> before they even get it kicked off, Ryan goes to the studio to meet up with Vina, who's laying down some hot tracks because. That song sounded beautiful. Even that snippet, I said, oh, I'm here for this. She's talented. She's very talented, yeah. And so she, uh, Ryan goes to meet up with Medina and Vina at the studio because they talk about how JoJo, uh, not JoJo, but Ryan didn't tell them how he was sick. Well, he gets to the studio. Pretty much, it's just goes out the whole, like, just to the left side. Like, Ryan goes off, says he never met the A&R guy, the executive, but he did end up meeting him. And then he said that he's mad. Medina didn't understand that he was sick and somebody should understand him. And Medina's looking at him like, how was I supposed to know? I don't have a crystal ball. Like, I mean, should Ryan be that mad that nobody understood that he was sick? Yes, because he didn't tell people that he was sick. And he was his sickness, he described it as a headache. <laughs> so it's like people perform sick all the time. Every mm. everybody who wants to be where everybody who is where he wants to be in the industry has performed sick. Very you know what I'm true. Yes. Sick without their voice, without whatever. They travel. When you travel, you get sick. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that's a good enough excuse. Mm. I'm trying to like come like have a composed answer because he was just like really pissing me off. Right. Because I'm like, look, 
you're in a in a very good position because your dad is Fat Joe. You are very super well connected. And one like one inconvenience, you trip out and you're like, I have to go home because I'm sick. How did you ever heard hear of Advil, Motrin, <laughs> Sudafed? If you have a sinus headache, like come on, like your headache was really that bad. Exactly. I feel like if he was had a really serious like migraine headache, sometimes you throw up or you see stars or you get dizzy or you pass out. If he was any of those levels, fine. But the fact that you said you had a headache. And you yeah. went home, and he's like, oh, I'm not used to getting bombarded. Bombarded? You're the artist. Of course people are going to come up to you and be like, oh, my God, when are you performing? We're so excited, especially this is your first show. Whatever they're saying, okay, I get it. Like, you're nervous that you're performing, but also you can't blame other people for what how it transpired. Mm-hmm. He's a whole mess, and I cannot. And his dad <laughs> should have said something like, where is Fat Joe? Where is... He would be like, yo, you need to sit down. Exactly. Oh, I it, can't. It just shows that he's not ready. Yeah. He's not. Simple as that. He's just not ready. And he thinks he is. And it's just like, Ryan, you know, were you really sick? Were you not sick? I mean, even if you were sick like that, um, you should still show some respect to the Definitely. A&I guy. Especially um, show respect to Medina because she's just trying to help yeah. at the end of the day. And one thing they keep saying is it's a tough industry, like rap more so than any other form of music. It's a tough industry. So I, we've heard that in so many different conversations. So right. with it being so tough, he just got to be ready for it. Like it, mm-hmm. rap is one of those sports where you sport. don't. Yeah. Rap is a sport. Okay. It's competitive, too. <laughs> but it's one of those type of sports where you really <laughs> don't have much. Like, I think it was Flea. He said you can't mess up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you really don't have too much room to mess up because your your chance is like this, then it's gone. No, but you really can't mess up. But it should be like your passion. Eat, breathe, sleep. I'm in the studio all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, I have a headache. No, sir. <laughs> like, you cannot. Do you think future Drake are saying that? No, they be in the studio all day, every day. Like, let mm-hmm. me pop this album. Like, sleepless nights. That's just your job, and this is a profession you chose. A lot of artists have actually recorded is. some of their best songs while they were sick. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They're going through it. Stress. Or when their voice was, or like they had just lost their voice, and then they're trying to record, and then it makes the song sound more raspy, but then the song blew up and became something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's happened to multiple artists. So I don't know. I just feel like he just doesn't want to sacrifice. Like, it's I just, can see that. Yeah. He's a diva. Yeah, for sure. He's used to things getting handed to him. Definitely. And it's it's very apparent. So it's just like... He should have been in the kitchen with uh, Irv Gotti and all of them when they was all talking. Oh, When he said, y'all ain't hungry, he should have been in that kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he should have been down there. (laughs) Grill flying out his mouth all the time. (laughs) He should have. But then, so... Dina tries to calm him down and was like, okay, you know, let me speak to you. Let me love ahead with you. But he's still going off, even on Vina. And Vina's like, listen, you ain't my man. You ain't my artist, so I'm not going to talk to you like that. Hold on. No, no, no. She said, you ain't my man, and you damn sure ain't my artist. That's true. She wasn't playing. I really I really F with Vina, just because she I keep like it Vina real. Too. She does. She's one of those, even if she is your girl, you can tell she's one of them ones that's not going to let you settle. She's mm-hmm. not going to let you slip up. She's not going to let you fall. It's like, nah, you got to keep this thing moving. Especially if I'm going to mess with you, you got to be on point. So I like that. Exactly. And I like how she was just like, no, like I'm going to put you in your place. First, she did try to speak with Ryan and was like, let me hear you know, what you got to say. What? Let me hear your side. And then she was like, no, like, you're not going to turn up on me. I'm about to leave the studio. Then told Medina, you need to get about my session. Like, this is booked. I'm booked and busy. He got to go. But then when he left, he wants to go meet up with his homeboys, JoJo, and just told a whole other story about how Medina or Bina said, 
um, you're not my man yet or something Child, like that. She got that all wrong. All wrong. Like she never said you're not my man yet. She just said you're not my man. Like no yet. No yet. <laughs> Mm-mm. He blew it with his tantrum. Okay. No, it, it, hurt, it hurt my heart when she said, first off, I already wasn't going to date him. <laughs> and after this, that's way out the window. That hurt me. I'm like, dang. Okay, that only hurts you because that's your crush. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, she, she dope. She dope. Oh, we have a fan shout out. Jessica Moore said Missy Elliott performed sick recently. And she also said that JoJo is very level-headed. Mm. Yeah. Shout out oh, to you, Jessica you. Moore. Yes, Jessica. Thanks for watching. Hey, girl. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you up here just, you know, making up this whole story. And then, of course, when it gets back to Medina, because JoJo let, you know, uh, Medina know. Medina's like, wait a minute. He don't press me. He don't said all this other stuff. Like, no. And then, I mean, can we talk about towards the end? Like, I don't know what's going on with Ryan because after all of that, we don't know if Ryan was drunk, but he texts Medina late night talking about, hey, what's going on with you? Medina's like, okay, you know, nothing was going on with you. And then Ryan says, you want to F. Sends the text message talk about, do you want to F? And Medina's like, excuse me? Like, come on. What are you thinking, Ryan? I could never imagine just coming out and saying that like that so blatantly. Like that's not smooth at all. I don't care how no. much money. I don't care how much money you got at all. That's still not smooth. Why would that's you think? Why would you say that to your manager? And then, like Vina uh, said, she was like, "No disrespect, but you're like a mother figure." So why would you even say that? Like, why? That's why we kind of think maybe he was under some type of influence or something. Maybe he just like milfs. Maybe like I she mean, got up in his true. face and it like turned him on. Maybe what? Like when she got up on his face. Oh yeah, I mean I can on. see that. What do you think she said? I no. don't know. I, I'm not gonna say it on air. Go ahead. You're <laughs> so inappropriate. I cannot. But, <laughs> <laughs> so you know Medina about it. So here she go pulling up to the house, and uh, I don't even know. I'm just like, girl, please don't pull up to this man's house. But she already did, and we have to save our predictions to see what happens. From then, but mm-hmm. I'm glad she brought Vina with her, so at least she can yeah. have one some type of witness. She said she's gonna be the. Hopefully, she can be the yin to her yang. I hope so. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yin yang and this mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're gonna keep you posted with this whole Ryan situation. He's, but, one, of, he's one of my favorite people to watch right now, though, because he's unpredictable. I like watching Ryan now more than YDB. Why? YDB is kind of just. Uh, he's just. He a zombie now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, Ryan, at least, there's, like, all these different plot twists and stuff involved with his storyline now. Right. And so many different people involved and all these. We don't really know what's going on with Ryan, so I like it. I have a question for you. Would you hang out with Ryan? I would. You Just, would? I mean, he's somebody who seems like he would still be cool to hang out with. And he's he's one of those friends where you really just, like, y'all are drinking and you just listen to him tell his crazy stories. And he's just going off on tangents and it's like... You goofy, bro. But he's, <laughs> he seems like he's so fun to be around. You know what I'm saying? Like, just for, like, the stories. Would you tell him to take out his girls? I wouldn't tell him to do nothing. I'd oh, be like, be I you, would, bro. I would be like, now I gotta I mean, go. He almost <laughs> lost them when he was arguing. I'm like, first you need to secure your grills before you start yelling at somebody. Right, I would I would suggest a different hairstyle for him, but that's about it. And that's only because, like, I that that right there is not the move. I mean, he had the fade in his confessionals, which I was like, okay. But yeah. the little rat tail... Yeah, then no it was sticking way. up and crooked yeah. over to the he side. Cut nah. that yeah. baby man bun. 
Yeah. And get the cicada grills. Yeah. What do they do? Like super glue them? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) Miffy. Oh, my gosh. So something that wasn't really secure was Charlie's um, audition (laughs) from last week. She had to go right back to the drawing board. I mean, she tries to just pretty much rewrite her whole set. I mean... (laughs) Not Charlie, but Siani. I apologize. Charlie's her mother. But Siani was like, you know, I have to go back. I have to redo my whole set. Um, he just wasn't feeling it. Kid Capri. And it's just like, okay, Siani, you know, redo your whole thing, girl. But her mother, Charlie, was like giving her great advice. But yeah. Siani just wasn't really hearing it. Like She, she was just salty. So Siani was. was salty. And I do think Charlie is starting to care a little bit more. Because I think she's starting to really see the passion and even the hurt in Siani's eyes. So just as a as motherly instinct, she's starting to really get more, uh, hopefully, on board. Mm-hmm. But um, Siani, she should put herself on like a six-month probation period and not try out for nobody for a good six months. Just really develop herself. Yeah. And then like... You know, just be low-key for a little while and really just hone in on her craft and then put herself back out there. She I, should still be trying to book gigs, though, because that's her training right there. So still book mm-hmm. gigs. But as far as, like, really trying to get on-on with the legends and stuff, like, just keep doing your local gigs and stuff and then build yourself and then try again. I think that's a good idea. I mean, just start small. I don't even know if Charlie is only... I think Charlie's only doing this because she sees Medina is, like, really actually helping her. Like... Mm-hmm book somebody or, you know, get in front of somebody, given Siani wasn't ready, so Medina should have known that, but, mm-hmm. you know, I think Charlie's really just stepping up because she sees somebody else is in the picture. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think with that situation with Medina, she probably, all she knew was what she saw from Siani from those first initial mm-hmm. meetings, so she's thinking like, okay, maybe she is pretty dope or whatever because she still didn't see the full spectrum of what Siani could do so she's probably like she probably has a lot more in the stash let me just set this up she seems like she got a good vibe she got a good look she can sell herself Mm -hmm. and then what happened was she could sell herself but she couldn't sell her skills I feel like Charlie kind of um, didn't like how Medina set her daughter up with um, with Kit Capri. Like, she was not prepared or not mm-hmm. ready at all. Like, she kind of just threw her in there. And I think Charlie just, like, that just rubbed her the wrong way. It's like, you're supposed to be her manager. You're supposed to look out for her. You're mm-hmm. supposed to tell her, like, yo, like, Kit Capri's really big, like, back in the in the day and then he still is now I want you to be prepared for this she kind of just like threw her out there like yeah. in the deep end so I think as like a mother and also as like someone that is trying to support her daughter in the DJing world she just wants her to be prepared for next time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I feel like well that's more predictions we'll get to that later <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so you know I'm, I'm rooting for Siani little mama's also rooting for Siana, Siani I mean little mama I love yeah. her but she is so crazy. When they met up to have drinks, it was like, little mama, low-key, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was a little lost. She was lit. But she was she was a little lit, drinking her little ginger thing, whatever it was. I think but... it was a Moscow mule. Oh. I'm guessing. Okay. Didn't Those they call good. it a green goblin or something? A it green like ginger a green, something? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, ginger goblin or something weird. <laughs> they, they called it something. But little mama was lit. She, she got up. She, she said, I'm going to be stank when I get up. <laughs> I was like, girl, what you smell? <laughs> but she was trying to give her advice. Like, you know, you're out here. The, oh, but, you know, the guy's going to love you. I was like, what does that have to do with my DJ set? Like, <laughs> can you give me advice on that? It builds her confidence. But she did give her some good advice. She said, go in 100%. And she asked her, honestly, do you feel like you're giving it 100 She said, no. She's like, well, start there. Mm, and then true. she, 
even she didn't feed in to what I think Siani wanted her to where when Lil Mama was talking about how her father is involved in her career right. Siani's like could you have done it without him and then she was like I could have she had other things with it but the end of it was like I could have but there was some things that he did that I really do appreciate but at the very least as long as he's my dad then I'll be okay so I'm glad that she answered it that way instead of saying, no, I couldn't have done it without my father by my side. Because then that would give Siani a crutch. Yeah. So I'm glad she didn't true. give her that crutch. I feel like her advice to her was just very, like, generic to me. Because it was mm. kind of like, I could have looked most of her quotes up on Pinterest. Like, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. A mess. <laughs> keep going. Keep grinding. Keep hustling. I mean, I love Mama, but I was like... I was kind of lost. I did like what she did say about her little lip gloss um, journey yeah. mm-hmm. and how she was just like, oh, I was working for my dad, the dad company. As I was a about to work for a department store. And then that's when lip gloss pretty much blew up. She got a new management and she was just hitting the ground, you know, work, uh, working the pavement. I'm like, okay, you know, that was good advice. But us, that little mama girl, I don't know. And then the cameraman was being kind of slick because he was showing weird clips of little mama like touching Siani's like hand and then the leg and I was like what is the cameraman trying to do like I don't understand like whatever it is and it's not working her here and her drink at the end I and was the, like okay. exactly I said these that are some weird cutaways yeah. that stuff was funny but I wonder how many drinks she really had you think it was still just one drink I no. feel like she had three I feel like she had three. And she had her own metal straw. Like, I was like, She brought a straw? <laughs> she came I prepared. was like, did that come from the restaurant or her? Because it was it was a long, <laughs> long straw. Yes, it was long. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure a restaurant would not have a metal straw. Do you mm. have to ask for a straw in New York? Or is that a Cali thing for right now? I think that's everywhere. Let us know no. in the comments, y'all, if you have to ask for a straw when you go to a restaurant. I know for sure, Cali. I didn't have to ask when I was in Vegas, so... Okay. They gave you a plastic one? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like the paper straws. The paper straws, though. Oh, that's a hell no. Thing. They taste like cardboard, too. Yeah. And they horrible. get soggy. In your yes. mouth. You can't, you can't even stir your drink with it because it'll turn into a noodle. <laughs> Let me enjoy my straw in peace. Like, just give me a plastic one. I understand the environment. I get it. But I want my straw. They be doing the weirdest things to save the environment, though. They they, they, they the chop down now. they chop down all the wildlife the and everything, but then they say, "Oh, but we're not going to give you a straw." But they they Get destroy the environment the other ways. Exactly. But it's okay. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we won't talk about it. But one thing we will talk about is Charlie and this whole um, this murder. whole murder Inc. Yeah, yeah, the tour. Like she went and sat down with Irv Gotti. They kind of leveled out a little bit about what's going on. Charlie wants her plaques. They, they gave us a whole backstory of how Irv didn't really think Charlie could rap. And so they put her into the booth and was like, listen, you know, you need to spit your stuff, which was I thought was good advice. That locked her up and just was like, right. But um, Charlie's like, I can't run. I can't do anything. And to me, it sounds like they really don't want Charlie on the tour. Like, yeah. Irv is still low-key holding something against her to the point where it's like, oh, well, you know, we, we have to run. Well, do you have to run, or can she play, play somebody else to tell you guys to run? Like, yeah. is there another reason she can still be a part of the tour? Why does she have to do this one scene? They can do the wheelchair thing. Remember how when 2 Chains had, I think, broke his leg or injured his leg, he did everything in a wheelchair. It was the pink wheelchair. I remember that. So, yeah. It so, can be done. Why isn't the cons? The con- or the concert stage like wheel- wheelchair accessible like why don't why does it matter if she's like in one that's or not that's what I'm saying and then you're like saying she has to run well she can't do her light jog like I don't understand they can her. put her in a scooter 
I think he's just it's giving her tough else. love right now. That's all it is. I when it comes down to it, it, when it comes down to it, I think they're gonna accommodate her the right way. But right now, it's like, nah, bro, we gotta go. Mm-hmm. We gotta I have a go. question about the plaques. So remember, they said that like he wasn't releasing her albums, right? Why would she get plaques then? I think she still wrote on people's albums. Yeah. Oh, maybe oh, just stuff okay. that she was loosely a part of. Mm-hmm. I thought like her own personal like albums and stuff like. No, that. No, I okay. instantly felt bad for her when he said that I should have put out more of your records, and then yeah. she's talking about how I don't have my plaques. I felt bad for her because as an artist, he did her dirty. That's. That's how you really get hurt the worst as an artist. Like, first off, when you don't even own your stuff. Then mm-hmm. secondly, you're not even getting the proper due diligence when it comes to your artwork. You know exactly. what I'm saying? That's your craft. Like, you put your blood, sweat, and tears and words into that, and you didn't get nothing really in return? And nah. that's all she wants. Nah, man. And then she was having that problem with the whole Ashanti thing, which, honestly, like, remembering growing up, it was kind of like that when Ashanti put out her, her album... Everybody else on Murder Inc. kind of just disappeared a little bit. Like it was just Ja Rule, Irv, and Ashanti. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it I saw growing was. up. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I remember Charlie here and there, but and even Vita. But I was like, when Charlie said, "When you put out Ashanti's album and you were gone," like I felt that because I didn't hear from her. She was yeah. gone to me. They found they star, so they kept moving with it. Yeah. yeah. But now, who knows if Ashanti even wants to do the tour? Yeah, but that's exactly what they're talking about when they say this is a rough industry. Like, when they say this is a rough sport, that's what they're talking about. Your Mm -hmm. position can be gone. Yeah. You gotta work hard, Mm -hmm. Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Flea. Well, at least, no, Flea knows, though. No, Flea knows. Oh, Flea knows. Flea knows he messed up. Ryan yeah. needs a wake up call. <laughs> He's gonna see this show and feel so stupid though. Real talk. This episode, Ryan's gonna look at it and be like, Yeah, I was wilding. I messed up. Well, hopefully Charlie can get on the tour. Hopefully they can use Siani as the tour DJ. <clears throat> um and do the whole kids like after party thing, which is a good idea. Mm-hmm. So let us know in the comments down below what you guys think. Who do you want to see on the tour? You think Ashanti will magically appear maybe she'll do certain days um you think they'll put vita on there you know she only had that one song from what i remember which is the one with her and ja rule um but i can't remember the name of it i just sing it in a little mo mm. is it put it on me yes yes baby girl yes, put it on me yeah 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 that's the one <laughs> <laughs> that's the one so anything else you guys want to touch on before we move on I just want to say that I really liked when uh, Vina Love I mean yeah when Vina Love had the red hair that was a good look for her that was when a good was look. in the car mm-hmm. that's all for sure so let's get into some fan shout outs here to see what you guys had to say about our wonderful show Oh, so I'm going to read a shout out from Miss Rashandra Powell. Thanks for tuning in. Like you always do. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, She said, I think Medina comes from a good place, but she's very emotional and makes sure you feel what she's feeling. But she's also what every artist needs at the same time. It really teaches you a lot if you're serious. I agree. I agree, too. That's yes. that tough love, but it's the kind that you need because you know that she's really pushing you and she's behind you. Mm-hmm. First off, her na- she's attaching her name to you, so she's not going to run you into the ground. Exactly. Hmm. I well, agree. I agree, too. Keep those fans. I mean, keep those um, comments coming on our iTunes and our YouTube page. Let's move on to our special segment, our Glowing Up Fashion, who we choose oh. was looking the best on tonight's episode or who had the best vibes, best makeup, best all-around energy. So, Byron, you want to kick it off? Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of gave it away then. So, <laughs> my, my Glowing Up Fashion is definitely going to be Vina Love. If you're watching us, then you can already see she got the red hair. She's in the car. It, she's glowing right now. This is when they about to pull up on Ryan 
Ryan. Uh, if you're listening, same thing. She got the red hair. She's in the car. They glowing and they going <laughs> to go see Ryan. And it was a good look. So it was know. a good look. Missy, I did agree. you have one? He stole mine. You I, know what? He's a thief. I know, but he does her every week. So I was trying to switch <laughs> it up because I did Medina last week. But yeah, the whole. Uh vibe her hair was on point it was on point i have to choose little mama i don't have a picture with mine but little mama and her sparkly outfit when she got nice and tipsy when she was talking to uh sedina at the bar when she got up and was stank (laughs) her hair was on point i like to lay down i mean little mama's such a pretty woman to me so i'm like you know what you could do whatever girl yes cancel it work work so let's move on to a little bit of news and gossip my favorite part. Yes, take okay, it away, Missy. So, Irv Gotti was on his Instagram and he announced that his show's like his show Tales that's on BT, mm-hmm. he produces and writes, is on in Russia. What? Yeah. Russia. Russia. And um, in the picture, you, or if you're listening, he's um, signing the document and it's going to be on and they're going to get a lot of hip hop culture TV over there. Mm, yes. Well, overseas. Listen. Okay. If you're watching us from Russia, hello. You never know. No? Okay. Ciao. <laughs> I don't know. That that wasn't Russian. I don't think that was Russian. It wasn't, but it's okay. You know, gonna, that's why they're not watching us. We're going to roll with it. Because we don't know the language. Oh. <laughs> well, they know what damn means in Russia, so it's all good. Uh, it's all good. Mm. Let's get into some predictions. <laughs> and now. So, it's a lot we're going to see. So, we're going to see Medina and Vina jumping out the car. Um, hopefully, see a little bit more with JoJo and see his whole thing, if he's going to stay out the situation. I mean, maybe I'll kick it off. So, I predict when Medina and Vina get out of the car... They're going to get to the house. Of course, Ryan is going to deny it all. Medina's going to pull her receipts, and Ryan's going to say he was drunk. That, like, that's it. And then I maybe Vina might do a slap in there, like slap him in the face, because you know Ryan always speaks ridiculous. Do you think their relationship uh, as, as manager and client is over? Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. I do. Dang. Especially after he sent that risky text. Like, you, yeah. no. I, I think if she wouldn't have said it on TV, then it would be like a whatever. But the fact that it came out and now she said it, it's like, you mm. can't work with him now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Because now everybody's going to be thinking like, well, he did say that one time. He does want to sleep with you. Are you sure you haven't slept with him? Like, now yeah. the relationship's done. Now, I, so I'm <clears> looking <throat> forward to seeing this encounter. I just want to see if there's any way in hell that Ryan is going to still be able to bag Vina. And even <laughs> though I don't think that he will, it's going to be fun to see him try this season unless he just gives up, which I don't know what he's going to do. But I think that he has mm-hmm. too much of an ego to just give up. So I just want to see how this is going to play out. When you say this season, there's like two episodes left. Right. So, so he got to make it quick. He got to make it quick. Okay, so mine is, uh, so the DNA testing with um, Designa and YDB, that's going to be some, I don't think they're related. I think Blade just said that because he just didn't want his daughter dating him because he's Mm. like a little, like, you know, rough around the edges. Mm. Yeah, but I really hope Medina just runs up on like Ryan, like ready to the fight, like <laughs> like knock if you buck, like Medina brazy, so she would, she sure would. Mm. You know, shoes are off, 
wouldn't that be something if designer and YDB were actually related? Yeah. Like, you never know. And, like, back in the day, they were both, like, everybody was at the hype of their career. Like, you just don't know. Yeah, man. That'd be something. Yeah, man. I hope, well, if they did find out, and why didn't they, like, did they do anything, like, kiss or anything? I don't think I don't so. Know. Nah, they ain't, so, they ain't got touchy feel yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They that ain't took be, it there how yet. How awkward would that be? Like, oh, I just, like, kissed you or made out with you. Now we're cousins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. A whole mess. I mean, <laughs> let us know in those comments oh, down. No. Whoa. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a shout out to our producer engineer J Lo. Shout out to J Lo. Yes, she's J-Lo. always helping us out. She's holding down. us down. She sure is. And shout out to you guys out there. Thank you for watching and listening every week. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please give us those five stars and leave some comments there. We're also on Spotify, so hey, 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 we don't moved up. If you're watching us on YouTube, leave those comments down below. We want to know your thoughts. You think YDB and Designer are actually related? Hmm. Let me know in those comments. Um, I'm one of your hosts here, Howard the Third. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Howard the Third. I also do the Back to Reality show on Black Hollywood Network on Sundays at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So check me out there. Byron, where can hey, you find what's you? up, y'all? Byron K. You can find me everywhere online at Hero from the 90s. You can catch me on Sundays as well, 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time for the All That After Show. Yeah. Hey guys, you can follow me everywhere at Missy Bernier, especially on YouTube. Also, I'm on another show, Temptation Island, which comes on right after this show. So catch me there. Ooh. All right, and catch us all next Thursday. See you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.